coming up in this week's episode. After COVID as well, especially, people want to make friends. People mm-hmm. want to talk to people and socialise and get out there again. And like societies for uni is, is definitely the way to go. everyone and welcome back to the student show the podcast for students by students i'm your host holly and today we'll be talking about societies in this episode i'm joined by kate mcgrath the final year history and education student and the chairperson of Coleraine's irish traditional music society kate would you like to tell us a bit about yourself well hello i am kate i'm a 36 year old mature student here in Coleraine, and i'm studying history with education hoping to go on and do a pgca afterwards and what sparked your interest in history? Um, I've always liked it. It's very black and white. You read, you learn and you write and it, it just works. You know, I, I, I really am interested in like um, medical history and um, women's history and things like that. You know, it's not all about wars and, you know, mm-hmm. what people not think. Not about the stuff they teach you at school. Yeah, you know, there, there is a really interesting side to it. I like some of the quirkier kind of historical mm-hmm. times, the asylums and the yeah. dark stuff. I recently wrote an article on the history researchers, Rebecca Watterson, Dr. Ian Miller and Michael Kinsella are doing a thing at Riverside Theatre. Yes, I'm going to be going. <laughs> yes, and it was so interesting when I was interviewing them to hear about all the different aspects of history that you wouldn't just think about. Dr. Miller is actually my supervisor for my history research project, my dissertation this year. Um, he's a wonderful man, very intelligent, and I love the topics that he teaches. I have always taken his module every year that I've been here, so yeah, you're very really clued into what happens to you. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get to know you that wee bit more. So can you tell us something about you that others wouldn't necessarily know or listeners wouldn't know? I've got three teenage children, uh-huh. uh, and last year, on top of studying and working part time and trying to homeschool my children, I also done three GCSEs. So yeah. Oh my goodness! What's your three GCSEs? You are a powerhouse. <laughs> what was your GCSEs? I done English, maths, and biology, and I got an A and two Bs. That is actually fantastic. Oh yeah. my goodness! I I learned from um Dr. Claire McCauley uh-huh. from the history PGCE, and at the end of first year that I needed them for the PGCE anti requirements. So when I investigated it further and spoke to the admissions team, I realized I needed the GCSEs. So I thought it would have been straightforward enough <laughs> just go and do three of them as you do I didn't realize what I was actually undertaking but I got through it you and I done really well and yeah you certainly did well how do you go about doing a GCSE do you have to contact like a center to take I exam? just went to my local regional college the northern uh-huh. regional college I done um, I, I love and money more so I done two of them in Mockerfelt the English and math uh-huh. and then I was able to do the biology one in Ballymena and they do they provide it courses for them they they do the probably you do the full GCSE course you uh-huh. do it in the one year though so it's very intense mm-hmm. it's a big undertaking I don't think I realized actually like how big of an undertaking it was mm. but Covid worked in my favour because we were doing a lot of distance learning. We weren't in college every week, so it was like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. And that was the three days I had classes for uni as well. So they were long, long oh days for me, but it was great. You got so through it, and it all it. paid off in the end. It did. 
Well, before we start, I have some good news events to share. So Ulster University partner with Ulster Bank NI, Techstar and Queen's University to create a two-day virtual hackathon, which will take place on November the 11th and 12th. Students will be putting the teams to come up with innovative ideas to solve a climate-focused challenge. Teams could win a £10,000 proof-of-concept grant from Techstar and Inception into the Ulster Bank Climate Accelerator. And with Global Opportunities, there's a one-week China cultural programme taking place online between the 29th of November and the 3rd of December. So let's get into straight into today's episode. We're beginning how with students can get involved with societies else your first day. Um, so I can tell you that if you want to join a society, you visit uusu.org, yeah. right? And then you select the Get Involved. Mm-hmm. section and any societies and you can just browse them all there you can browse through them all through the four campuses or you can navigate to a specific campus if you want to choose like Coleraine or mm-hmm. McGee or whatever and then you just pay your sign up fee and whatever then you add, it, you add it to your basket yeah. all like shopping um, and then the committees just contact you isn't that right yeah they, we regularly keep an eye on you know what members we have um, so that we can send out an email you know like a welcome email mm-hmm. we would use our social media platforms quite a lot as well you know just to keep people updated with what's happening but um, yeah we'd be in touch then and you can join more than one society it's not you know you don't have to be loyal to one you can join as many mm-hmm. societies as you want if you've got more than one interest so yeah. And even societies on other campuses, you can probably join. You can. Yeah. yeah, you can. A lot of the societies now, for instance, I'm also part of the Mature Student Society, so they're having like coffee and chat over Zoom tomorrow. I think with the coronavirus, you know, everybody kind of started to work online a lot and it's keeping us together more. It's giving more opportunities for you to come together because where maybe you're not on campus every day. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's something on Zoom, you can log in at home. So... You know, it's nice to be able Having to do them things as well. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot to be said for face-to-face contact, obviously, and the social side of things you do miss. But it does make it accessible then more f- so for everybody, you know. Oh, definitely. I know it is, assess- as you say, it's more accessible when it is online because people have that option. You know, if they're not going to make it to the campus in time for perhaps meeting, it'll be online. Yeah. But it is face-to-face. It's hard to beat, isn't it? It's great to get back face-to-face. And we've noticed that over the past year. I think we took it for granted. Everybody did take it for granted. They <laughs> definitely did. When you couldn't see people, it was like, oh, my goodness. On Instagram, our listeners were telling us about societies they were members of. So we've got like the likes of Netball, Pro-Choice Society, the Filmmaking Society, Musical Theatre Society, Computer Society. So there's an incredible range of societies that our listeners are a part of. Yeah. Um, and if there is any society events that you want to, if you want to know what's happening, you can visit the UUSU website. Yeah. And they're all listed under there too. Um, get in touch with the society directly through their social media platform mm-hmm. send an email you know usually everybody on the committee is very good and you know at, at coming back to you if you've got a query and you know we love to see more members coming into our society so we're always very willing and mm-hmm. eager to, to help and provide whatever information you know somebody wants and having that social media presence is really good for people especially our generation it's uh, everyone's online you know that's what life is all about now it's all about social media isn't it and how is your society finding adapting to the online approach or use we we done really well last year mm-hmm. you know traditional music really you do need that whole like face to face coming together to play tunes and you know that's a really important part of traditional music mm-hmm. but we did make the best of a bad situation every week rather than having our trad thursdays on the bridge because obviously we weren't on campus we took it virtually and mm-hmm. we went round you know each member of the society and every week somebody had a video prepared that we posted then for our trad thursdays so we were still 
still putting tunes out there and we were still engaging with people online. It wasn't ideal, you know, mm-hmm. but we I, I feel like we've done a really, really good job of trying to keep our society afloat because our society could have very easily folded last year, considering that we weren't face-to-face and how much we do rely on that coming together. But we made it work. And, you know, if you want something... If you go out and get it, it'll, mm-hmm. it'll happen. You can make it happen. You know, there's always ways and means around it. So it worked for us and it kept us going. And thank God we're still here. And it gave everyone that opportunity to share their musical talent Yeah. with people, even though it was online, as yeah. opposed to everyone playing together. And society members, like we even have a girl who is a member of our society. She was here for a semester um, studying. She mm-hmm. was from Seattle in America so she was able to participate then in Trad Thursday online so it was great you know to be able to involve her again and include everyone yeah yeah Yeah, it's a nice feeling um and if there isn't a society that is up your street I can hear I heard you can set up your own society as well you can set up your own society very easily if you just even um Emer Smith is the girl to speak to and she gives the best advice so she would be able to tell you exactly what you need to do it's not a hard process I done it so it's not a hard process for anybody to do if there's something you're really passionate about you know and you think that others would be passionate about it too and you have some time to commit to doing it then by all means go ahead and and, and I heard you only need three students to set it up so you that's not even three. You don't, well, we only had two to begin with, Mm -hmm. you know, but we had then the opening for the third position. So we had to, you know, try and get somebody in then. Mm -hmm. But you really do, they would like three, you know, if you can have three. But if you only have two, don't let that put you off. Mm -hmm. You know, go and speak to Emer and then make a plan to try and get that third Third person person. to come in through one of your members, maybe, that's interested in whatever you're you're setting up. Mm -hmm. And what society did you set up? I set up the Traditional Music Society. Oh, did you? Yeah. There was no Traditional Music Society here. There hadn't been one here for two years. Was it just the one in McGee, was it? There was the one in McGee. McGee, and there wasn't yeah. one here? There oh, wasn't right, okay. actually one on the Coleraine campus. So whenever I came to university, I had been speaking to Emer in the September time, and we talked about setting up the society, and by the by the first week in October, we were up and running. That's fantastic. Yeah, it was great. And you do get so much support. And, you know, you get some financial help to get, you know, like your pop-ups and things like that as well. You know, the the, the, the student union do really, really help you. And, and you know, you, you are supported in getting it up mm-hmm. and running. It's, it's not something to be afraid of or worried about. You know, you yeah. just... Just do it. Don't let it put you off, really, is what Don't. you're trying to say. If I can do it, anybody can do it. <laughs> Though you are a good multitasker, so. <laughs> and then there is many reasons as why joining a society is so worthwhile. Like, what's something that you think is... I, for me, it's a social thing. I am a really sociable person anyway. You know, mm-hmm. I, am, I love meeting people, you know, young and old. You know, I, I, I just love meeting people. And I love music. Music is like my real passion of mine so I just thought when there wasn't a society here it was good to get one up and running so that it would bring people together too and I have like really made some wonderful friends since setting up the society people that I wouldn't have met if I hadn't I took the leap mm-hmm. and done it so for me it's the social side of it which is why then last year I really did miss you know the coming together and you know not being able to see people but um yeah, the, the social aspect, I think, is brilliant. And it does, like, you can use it for your Edge Award. I have been able to use it to get my Edge Excel last year as well. And, you know, like, there's so many, there's more pluses than there's negatives, you know. So definitely, it's it's a great experience. 
and you're having control over what society you want to be a part of. Yeah. And there's so many to choose from. Yeah. So I think it really it's really is. important too to be involved like in, in university life. life yeah. Even for a mature student. Mature students, you know, generally wouldn't, you know, maybe be interested in setting up societies or think that they can't. You know, you're not living on campus, you're mm-hmm. at home with a family. But anybody can do it, you know, if it just it helps to bring that whole like university life mm-hmm. and that experience for people coming together I just I thought it was brilliant so and everyone in that society has the same interests as you yeah you're, you're all yeah. sharing the you're same you're all like minded yeah. yes and, and you know like for us and speaking just on our society it's been lovely to learn new tunes from other people mm. you know tunes that maybe we didn't know and to like share you know the music that we have as well with each other we devised like a traditional music society workbook that we would have mm-hmm. like had the foundation for our trad thursday tunes were out of that so it meant then everybody was coming together to play the same tunes and everybody knew what they were doing mm-hmm. and it's like it's like having a wee family it, it is, is. it's yeah. like a, an extended family and it's nice to feel like you're part of something. Mm-hmm. You know, we come to uni, and we study hard and we work really, really hard. It's nice to have something to do that you enjoy and you can kick back and Relaxed. meet people and talk to people. And, you know, that's that, that's what life's about. And then you are, you know, learning new skills that you can then implement elsewhere so can't we can learn like yeah. teamwork skills like team building skills yeah maybe if you haven't got great social skills maybe yeah, social society skills. is yeah. the way to go because you're going to meet people with the same interests so it's going to make it easier for you to come out of your shell get chatting i obviously don't have that problem but <laughs> <laughs> you know i know that there are a lot of people that mm-hmm. are you know are shy and society is a great way to meet new people and make new connections has there ever been an event that has really stood out for you that through your experience of being part of the trust society is there one that you really enjoyed we done a pizza and polkas night before covid right and down in the student union bar and the guys from the mcgee trad sock actually came and joined us as well and it was epic it was a brilliant night it was so much fun people really seemed to enjoy it mm-hmm. you know everybody that was in the bar was enjoying the tunes and the crack that evening did you take it in turns to play a piece we of... all played together oh you we know, all played together you, yeah like, so you kind of go around and take turns somebody starts a tune and then if you know it you just like join in oh, so that's, that's like so the awesome. way it, uh, yeah it's, it's lovely it's really really lovely it's a nice environment. So that was that was definitely a, a brilliant experience for us Mm-hmm. and I say there's a lot of people has there been people that come to your society that haven't had that much experience in playing a musical instrument we have people in our society who are just there to listen to the music who just mm. enjoy that they can't play at all but they love the music and they just love to come along and listen even when we were playing on the bridge every Thursday before Covid when we were here and you know the society was in full throes people used to come down and listen and be taking videos of us and everything going past you know you you get so much engagement from from the students and from the staff as well you know it's just really lovely yeah are you starting them back up again soon or yeah well we've we've, we had one um one trad thursday on the bridge since we came back but because of our commitments um oren who's also on the society's committee he is now doing a phd and then i'm in my final year so we can't really commit to it every week but we're Mm -hmm. thinking once a month we'll do a trad thursday on the bridge once a month and that'll be nice too for students you know to join in and have that because you don't really i mean 
nowadays when you go up like your street in your local town no one's really playing music or anything out no. there like i remember like when i was wee there were been people out in the street playing music and all but we yeah. don't get that anymore i play out socially quite a lot you know uh-huh. in my local area so i do and it's lovely to come into uni and play music and have you know people come together music is it's it's you know a universal language it is mm-hmm, people it is. love to hear it like people be walking past us dancing going out the door and that's it's just lovely it really is it's so good it 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 makes your heart warm because people really yeah. enjoy it you know You're we've never had anything negative piece. come yeah. off it people enjoy it enjoy listening to the music when they're sitting having their teas and coffees you know on the bridge and mm-hmm. yeah it's it's good have you got anything in mind for christmas or? we haven't really we haven't planned that far ahead we're just hoping that things will continue on we're just taking it a month at a time you know sort of snowball into yeah. yeah yeah we're just trying to you know get ourselves back up and running on a on a steady level playing field again you know but because it's hard to come back after being away mm-hmm. for so long it really is and then obviously society numbers have dwindled because of covid and because we haven't been here so we're trying really to promote the society and get the numbers up and you know if anybody plays an instrument they're more than welcome to come down the first thursday of the month and we we should be there on the bridge get involved till two, get involved yeah because even when you're saying that i know a lot of people even listen to podcasts and likes of it um, performers have really struggled to get back into whatever they're doing, concerts, gigs, you know, yeah. to get back into that because it's been like two years since they yeah. last performed. And like everything just stopped for us, uh-huh. you know, everything just stopped. Like I used to be out maybe five nights a week playing music, right? And now we're out one night a week, so we are since we've come back. Now things are starting to pick up again, mm-hmm. but it has been a really tough time, you know, and. It, it takes such a long time to get the cobwebs blew off and t- yeah. you know I was really lucky during lockdown I kept my music going you know I was able to do my lessons online virtually and it was grand but there was a lot of people who had nothing yeah you know and and for traditional music you know the sessions are like the biggest part of it they're so important to your playing and your ability to to play and play well so when that all stopped and we haven't had that you know it's been really hard for people then to get back into the the groove of it again you know but it is good to see things starting to come together and and open up and music festivals are starting to happen again and you know the flas on now it's scheduled for next year in Mullingar so you know, who knows? It's Maybe good we to could see get a Trad Society day out to the fly. Oh, <laughs> sounds wonderful. That would be great to bust a load of people. <laughs> um, and when we asked on Instagram what people would rather join a society for, we asked whether you'd rather be get connected or rather try new things. A lot of people, nine people, said getting connected. Mm-hmm. So that's a good majority of the people there. It's more than twice the number who said trying new things. So it is about that yeah. they're family atmosphere as you described it's the connections definitely with the people it's so important you know and and after covid as well especially people want to make friends people Mm -hmm. want to talk to people and socialize and get out there again and like societies for uni is is definitely the way to go you know and what about your uptake of international students is there a lot of or not as many? Not as many, no. really, no. There's not. And, you know, generally, traditional music goes down very well with international mm-hmm. students. They, you know, they're usually really engaging, but at the minute, everything is just slow getting started again, and that's why it's just taking a wee bit longer. Yeah. But, we, you know, we will get there. We, no. Like, we worked hard to keep the society going, and I think it's really important that we, you know, continue that anyway till 
till the end of this year for me. And I don't know who. And that girl you were saying from Seattle, you would never have. Never. Do you know, we met her through the society. And actually, um, before she was due to go back home, I took her to Money More. (laughs) (laughs) And I took her to our our weekly session Uh um, that we go to on a Sunday evening in the Belfast house. And I made her a big Irish roast dinner and all, and oh. she stayed in my house for the night. So it was so lovely. Like, it is it like is, a family, yeah. you know. But, um, yeah, so it was like a nice experience for her. She was an amazing fiddle player. So she mm-hmm. was she was very, very good. And so. with us not being able to travel, you're not meeting people abroad anymore. So it was really nice to have somebody like, ah, yeah. someone who isn't from here. Yeah, <laughs> we I loved know, it. definitely. <laughs> So let's delve into your position as a member of the Trad Society. So you set up the society. Yeah. And what was like your one reason for setting up? Just because there wasn't one here? Or? There wasn't one here. And I really wanted to like bring people together with mm-hmm. music. You know, if there was a, a chance to do that. So like we, we, we were pretty successful. Of, you know, we had... It wasn't very long and being set up till we had about ten members going, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was it was really good. Um and it was it was a great way to meet people. And then I loved the fact that we got to play tunes on the bridge every yeah. Thursday too. How'd you go around uh finding people who were interested in becoming a part of the society? Like do you just put a general call out or we just really from sitting on the bridge playing the tunes, we had yeah. loads of engagement with people. Yeah. Um like the uni was buzzing and you know, people just going past would come over and ask how did they get involved and we were able then to say to them, you know. But again, social media too was brilliant for that, you know, and like the UUSU um their own web pages they would have shared anything that we posted so it was getting a, a wider reaching audience. Uh, As I said, they're very supportive and trying to help your society grow and get things up and running so it's just it's just a little bit of hard work you know you just put in a bit of work and you reap the rewards then definitely and we talked about earlier about your other responsibilities how has being such a big part of the society worked alongside your other responsibilities it's do you know what it is what it is like with everything that I had going on last year and still managing you know with the help of all the members of the society obviously to keep it up and running mm-hmm. it was great but um it's as hard as you make it you know you can you can be part of a society and be quite hands-off you know you don't need to be fully engaged in everything that's going on if you haven't got the time or that level of commitment if you don't want it Mm -hmm. but again if you really do want to be thrown in somewhere you know get on a committee set up a society you can do that you know and then as I said as well it works for your age it's great you know for your CV that you've been a part of something and been involved in something and um yeah just it allows you to be part of like a little wider family as well so it is it's a great experience I think like students you know should be part of something mm-hmm. when they come to university like they should engage in, in some extracurricular you know like activity and there is a society out there for everybody I think yeah. you know so I don't I don't see why you wouldn't join one I know and especially because I mean when I started well, we started both in the same year 2019 yeah. yeah and then we've sort of had you know the likes of the strikes and then the COVID and all so it has been we've all been kind of almost like pushed away from university because yeah. we've been online so coming back this year even more good. reason to get involved in a society to just get on feet first 
meet more people and engage again, you know. Let's, and make the most of your last yeah, year. It was enjoy crazy your last year. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I intend to do anyway. And I'm sure there's lots of people that want to do the same thing. So I think being part of a society can only help that, you know. Yeah. So for this week's student submissions, we asked on Instagram what people's hobbies were. Have you got a few ones that you've been told about? Yeah, so paddleboarding. That is something I really want to try. and I've I done it in the summer with did my you? kids, yes. <gasps> How did it go? I didn't fall off, so it went really well. That was fantastic. I didn't want to get my hair wet. <laughs> <laughs> I would be straight in the water straight away. It was brilliant. It was actually really good. We'd done it here in Coleraine. I drove right. up to Coleraine to, to do it. I can't remember the name of the place now, but we had, like, it was me and my friend and her two kids and my two daughters, mm-hmm. and we had, like, these two guys. It was, like, a private little paddleboarding lesson that we had for two hours, and we went up the river and back down again. No, not the whole way, like, yeah. where we went to bed. It was brilliant. It was really good. And I was always at the front, so I thought I was brilliant because I was like, in the race. Look at me go. <laughs> <laughs> but it's such a big thing. It has become such a big thing. Water yes. sports is, like huge at the minute it's really taken off yeah. so it has and i wanted to do it over summer and i just never actually got around to doing it but it's something i wanted to it do it was brilliant crap. and i heard loads of people even in work and stuff i heard people just you know you would hear people's conversations and they were talking about one group of ladies were talking about how much they love doing it. And i was like i want to go paddleboarding now yeah yeah we done it we really enjoyed it it was a great experience so that was probably the the coolest one you know that mm-hmm. i thought but then you've got your normal like people love reading books movies movies do we have a film society i think we do yes yeah. i think that's one of the ones yeah. our listeners mentioned so yes well it's a film making society oh, but i good. say no doubt there is more than likely society that focuses on watching the films instead yeah. of making them yeah um and um, a few like netball and art swimming yeah. weightlifting programming very good that's that's quite a lot yeah but it's just basically the the basic ones and the paddleboarding i thought that was really cool, really cool you know? yeah that's a good hobby to have it is especially but then come winter time what happens to paddleboarding do you still paddleboard in winter time see i don't really know i know you can get thicker wetsuits you know because like yeah. i have a sister who does that cold water swimming she swims in the sea like in uh-huh. december like crazy people do yeah. but you know <laughs> to their own crazy I, like people music, do. I like music she likes swimming <laughs> but she does have, have a thicker wetsuit yeah for like to keep the them. really cold i say they have to surely especially well unless the sea or whatever is really um unless it'd be really rough really I mean, rough why? but if it's a calm enough day I I wouldn't want to be on a paddleboard like if no. it was No, really oh, I choppy. thought going up a river for yourself was quite, you know, a God, bold move. It was a lovely calm day. It was a calm and day. And it was sunny. It was, it was beautiful. It was mm. really, really lovely. But I wouldn't want to do it in a cold day. No. The wind was blowing. Because I was debating where I'd do it at and I was thinking, well, a sea could get a wee bit, you know, yeah. go from zero to 100 really quick. Uh-huh. But I was like, maybe a lake might be better because it might be a little calmer. Yeah, probably. And the river's sort of at the in-between level. But the guys did say when they were teaching us that day, you know, if the, if it's too windy, they wouldn't take you out mm. as beginners because it's so hard to go against it, you know, when you're trying to go up the stream. So Can I you mean. stand, could you, were you able to stand up on it? I didn't stand up. My oh. One of my daughters was really showing off. She was doing headstands and everything. One of the guys oh was teaching her how to do like little yoga poses and all. It was so cool. But she was brilliant at it. I wish it was. She was brilliant at it. I didn't stand up. I stayed just on my knees. <laughs> But because I said I didn't want, I didn't want to fall in. I knew it would be I would freezing. be clinging to the board. <laughs> but no, my daughter, she she did. She managed the headstand on it and everything. Yeah, it was oh, really good. Goodness, she should go in Britain's Got Talent and just do that. <laughs> 
don't know how we'd get the water on the stage, but I'm sure we could sort something yeah. out. Ah, uh, there. Well, there could well be a society that incorporates that hobby, so why not have a look on USU's website and join in? So that is all from this week. Thank you so much for joining me, Kate. No bother at all. It was so lovely to meet you. You too. So stay tuned for next week's episode on Halloween and make sure to get involved with the student show on Instagram. But in the meantime, take care. Bye. Bye.